the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, as we mentioned a while ago, uh, Reggie Favors is here from Europe. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows he's, he was sent there by the Lord with Mary Jo. He won't tell you that, but we will. And uh, we just asked him to share what's on his heart. Uh, he's been there for a while now. I can't keep, keep track of how long, but he's been serving there in Berlin. And some saints have gone there in the past and have, have helped with some of the work there. But anyway, we just want him to share with the church and uh, anything that's on his heart regarding the Lord's move there and uh, so on. So, amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> I'm uh, so thankful for this opportunity to be with you. Uh, Mary Jo and I were just considering uh, recently, I think someone asked us when we had moved. Uh, it, was in, uh, it was in 2011, in the spring of 2011, that we moved uh, from Irving. Uh, and <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> and I just was looking at the, at the meeting hall. It's, uh, it's very encouraging. Uh, at, at, that t- at that time, uh, in 2011, we had a uh, we had a problem with the roof. <laughs> but at that time, we were wondering if we would still be able to continue using the hall. Uh, and I'm I'm just so thankful uh, that through the through the faithfulness and diligence and service of the of the brothers that this hall has, made, has continued to be so useful. Amen. Uh, some saints who were able to come for the team reunion uh, from you know, where we are, they just spoke about how, uh, how much they appreciated the, the, you know, the, the fellowship, the hospitality, and the service. I mean, they, were, they were very uh, encouraged with your Amen. service. Uh, <clears throat> and I think that was a benefit to all of us. Also, also we would just like to thank you. Uh, we still are on the uh, mailing list for the prayer burdens and and so we realize that you week by week that you are praying for the Lord's move in, in Europe Amen. and we appreciate that we uh, we realize we have a we have a hidden co-worker <laughs> that uh, no one there sees but but we know <laughs> that be, behind the scenes uh, the saints and the churches are praying Amen. and and that's the that's the major factor uh, for the blessing and for the progress that we see in the world there. Amen. We also, you know, are just uh, thankful to you. We recently, so in order to, in order to live in Europe, you, uh, for us, uh, it requires a visa. And so we've been, we've been where we are currently for three years. And recent, recently, uh, our visa came up, will be, would have expired in uh, June of the year. And so uh, there are strict requirements for the renewal of a visa. And uh, if you're, you know, if you don't meet all those requirements in a very strict way, uh, you can lose your right to stay in the country. So the brothers here were very helpful to us in being able to meet those requirements to renew our visa. We're thankful to the Lord for that. Amen. More, more and more, I realized that, uh, you know, the brother Lee had shared that in, in participating in the Lord's move, we can go by one of three ways. We can go by praying, Amen. we can go by giving, and we can go by going. Amen. And I, I've just come to realize it's not a small thing to be able to participate in the Lord's move in the way of going. You know, there, there are so many that have the heart, so many that have the burden, but, but to have the way to be there is something under the Lord's sovereignty, Amen. under the Lord's provision in many, many ways. 
so the brothers asked me to share along three lines uh, regarding the burden regarding Europe in, in, a, in a general way and regarding uh, the Muslim population specifically and then any burden th that we have. So just regarding uh, uh, Europe in a general way, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, <clears throat> right now, uh, one of the brothers who's in a, a co-worker Germany uh, was in, I believe it was in Korea, uh, and the, uh, the brothers there were fellowshipping with him about the Lord's move to Europe. And in, in the book, The World Situation and the Direction of the Lord's Move, Brother Lee spoke about the situation in Europe, and he spoke about how the, the direction of the Lord's recovery needed to be toward Europe. And he spoke the reasons for this. One of the reasons for this was he said that, he said that the Lord's recovery has been rooted and is growing in the United States and in the Far East but that it was still in the stage of initiation in Europe. And so that was in 1991. And, and so this brother began to consider, where are we today? You know, what is the situation? Are we still in the stage of initiation? Have we been planted? Have we been rooted? And are we growing? Amen. So just uh, uh, one of the things about the, the Lord's move in Europe is that uh, I recently had some fresh realization. Uh, I don't think I had so much personal feeling because I never had the chance uh, to travel to Europe or to see the Lord's recovery as it existed in the 1970s and the early 1980s. But some of the saints who did have that privilege have shared with us about how much the, the, the recovery, you know, had had a good start and even a strong start in, in Germany. I don't know, Bill, I think you've traveled to Germany and were there, you know, when Brother Lee, traveled, you know, went there. And uh, some, some, some saints told us that they were in a meeting in Stuttgart and there were, you know, you know, close to a thousand saints in a conference meeting, and and brother brother Lee, you know, was uh, the messages that are in the uh, God's New Testament economy. Those messages were the good number of those messages were released in Stuttgart, Germany, in the 1980s. And you know, brother Lee was able to release those messages because the situation of the church there was such that there was an audience, there was an, to be an oracle that could receive those messages, and there was that would draw out those messages. Uh, I, I didn't personally, un, you know, personally witness that, and I didn't realize to what extent uh, the Lord's move in Europe had been wiped out. But you know, when when uh, there was a turmoil, some of you may, you know, many many of you know, some of you may not know that in the uh, the 1980s, the mid to late 1980s, there was a turmoil in Europe, and as a result of that turmoil in Europe, uh, the Lord's move in Germany, uh, where there were, you know. Uh, uh, several hundred saints right. and several churches, yeah. uh, the, the, the situation basically got wiped out. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's Brother Harold and Sister Doris. They know personally. They know personally the situation. They were there. Right. Uh, so, you, you know, if, if, you, if you have seen what was there and then realized what, what was there that the Lord was seeking to obtain was wiped out, then you have a lot of feeling. You know, I have that kind of feeling about Boston uh, because I was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're sure. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's green. It's green. Okay. Green. Go ahead. But uh, so the reason I mention this is because I'm, you know, my intention is to start off with Europe in general, 
the reason I mention this is that when the enemy wiped out what was in Germany, he basically wiped out what was in Europe. Because at that time, the center of the Lord's work and move in Europe was in Germany. So the brothers, the brothers in England have shared with us, I think uh, there was, at that time, that was in you know, the late 80s, there, there was no church in London. Some of you have been to London, and you know, there's, there's a blessed situation there now. Uh, but there was no church in London. And uh, the saints, uh, they told us, they, uh, some of the brothers that were, were uh, there at that time told us that they had fellowship with Brother Lee. What do we do? And, uh, you know, basically they just had to start all over again. And so just, just a few saints, uh, you know, began to come together in London and began to, you know, look to the Lord, began to enjoy the Lord, began to pray. And gradually, you know, just little by little, uh, the Lord began to build up something. So, uh, but uh, today, uh, today the situation is, is much more encouraging. Uh, but, but, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, it's, I'm going to have to kind of blend in these three things. G- Europe in general, the Muslim population, and our burden. <laughs> they kind of all blend in together. <laughs> okay, so um, we, we, had, we had an experience uh, this year, in, two, in 2018, in December of 2018, uh, we had a, uh, there was a need for some, uh, for a practical purpose. There was a brother who had been in the Lord's recovery in Germany in the 1970s. And uh, he lived in Berlin, in the city where we live. And we needed, we needed to contact him uh, to ask him just to sign a particular document. And so we contacted him and asked him if we could come over just so he could sign the document. And he said, could you please uh, plan to have a longer time to have some fellowship? Wow. Uh, so I so said, okay. So uh, we, went, we went to his home, and uh, we, just, we just had a wonderful time of fellowship with his brother. And he began to open up to us, you know, some of the history of, of the Lord's move uh, in, in Germany from the, you know, from the time in the 70s. And then he told us how that, uh, you know, he'd been there now, this was 2018, that uh, he said they sometimes wondered, you know, if it would ever come back. You know, they, they, you know, in some sense, there was a feeling maybe of a loss of hope, because the situation was that there were still some saints that were faithful to the Lord's recovery, but they were scattered throughout Germany. You know, the the uh, sense of a corporate testimony, the sense of a corporate building up of the church that that had been lost. Uh, and so, but then he, he told us. How encouraged he was in 2016 when the saints began to come there. Uh, and, and uh, you know, that, his, his encouragement was an encouragement to us. Uh, and uh, so I just, you know, I, I just, wow. I, you know, at that time, if you think about it, at that time, in 2018, there are not many brothers, not many saints, who were in the Lord's recovery in Germany in the, in the, from the 70s that had the view and the the perspective of all that had happened, what the, what, what the Lord had done, how the enemy had, had devastated, and then now to begin to see how the Lord was coming in. But this brother had such a view. And so in, in, in January of 2019, there was scheduled to be a group of trainees from Anaheim that would come to Germany on a gospel trip. And I just thought, I just said, you know, I just thought, can we please bring some of these trainees over to your home so you can share with them you know, all that the Lord has done and how the Lord is moving today. So we had planned on this. Uh, 
uh, you know, under the Lord's sovereignty, we were, we were very deeply sorrowful. This brother went to be with the Lord uh, just a week or so later. Uh, so this was, this was, this was uh, I think this was, this was uh, for us, for the church in Berlin, uh, this was, you know, really something. Uh, you know, one, one of the brothers, so, so many saints uh, told us that there in, the, in Berlin, uh, younger ones and newer ones, they said we wouldn't be here if it were not for this brother, for he and his wife opening their home and shepherding us. But I think the Lord, the Lord spoke to the church in Berlin, and particularly during this time, uh, it was like, you know, when a seed is sown into the ground, you know, it, it abides alone unless it's sown into the ground. And so uh, it was like the Lord used this brother's passing to speak to all of us regarding a kind of life and living in the church life that the Lord wanted there, which is a life of shepherding. You know, this, this particular brother, it was, uh, he, was, he was, in a sense, you might say, a hidden pillar. Uh, because of his health condition, particularly in the later years, he was not able to be that much in the corporate meetings. Uh, and so if you didn't know, you, if you, you know, it's not until he passed that you just began to hear saying after saying after saying after saying, say how much he shepherded them, he called them, he visited them. You know, he, he, could, he, could, he could be in smaller settings, but it was difficult for him to be in a larger setting. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, this, is, this is just a kind of a situation of, of the background of where there was devastation. Yeah. And now we're in a situation of recovery. Amen. where the, it's, it's so glorious to see the Lord coming in. Uh, some of the things that we take for granted in our church life here in the U.S., uh, in, a, in that situation where the Lord is re- recovering and restoring, you know, just having ushers, having ushers, you know, meet you when you come into the meeting, you just take that for granted. <laughs> but when you, you know, it's like, but you know, if you're if you're living in a built-up city, you know, you have so many things. But when you go to the frontier and you're on the frontier, you have to start cutting down trees. You know, <laughs> you, know you have to start building highways, and so. You know, having ushering, you know, having services, you know, having coordination, all those things are things that need to be built up, have been reestablished and, uh, under, the, under the proper, you know, view and vision of the ministry of the age. Uh, but so, um, so now I think the brothers have uh, recently, they just have been considering, you know, what, what, what the, how the Lord wants to spread in Europe, uh, you know, what the need is. And so uh, now uh, the brothers have identified that uh, many of the major cities in Europe uh, now have some, some, uh, some, something. You know, there's a church. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that wasn't the case in 1991. But we, we, we do praise the Lord. Uh, and and still, still, there's, still there's the need of strengthening. You know, it's, it's one thing, it's one thing uh, for a group of saints uh, to go to a city and they have the view of the oneness of the body of Christ, and they know that uh, there should be one city in a church for its proper expression, and it's another thing for there to be a golden lampstand, for there to be a group of people who are, who are filled with the Spirit, who are shining forth with Christ, and whom the Lord can point to the enemy and say, this is my golden testimony. But uh, we're on the way. <clears throat> and and uh, so uh, just cur- currently... Uh, recently, the brothers, uh, you know, fellowship with us about the, the nature of the church. Uh, that was uh, quite striking. That the, the nature of the church is that the church is not rooted in the earth. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so we need, we should, according to this nature, we should not be a people who are rooted uh, in the earth. Amen. But we are pilgrims, you know. Amen. 
You know, we're moving on with our moving Lord. Amen. And so uh, they brother, the brothers recently shared with us that uh, there are some, there's still some cities in Germany. There's still a need for the Lord. Uh, in, the, in the last uh, three and a half years, uh, the, initially the focus was on four cities. Uh, Stuttgart, uh, uh, Dusseldorf, Frankfurt, Dusseldorf, and Berlin. And then uh, uh, Hamburg got added in. Uh, that, was, that, that was due to some saints from Taiwan. Uh, some, some of the leading co-workers in Taiwan took a tour of uh, Germany, and they just went through. And uh, they realized there's nothing in Hamburg. <laughs> there's nothing in Munich. In the, and so they just, the, the, saints, the saints in Taiwan picked up a burden. Uh, the, burden, the burden that they picked up was they, they divided Germany into cities, and they divided Taiwan into sections to match those cities. So, so a, certain group of, a certain group of cities in, in Taiwan, they would pray and focus on the Lord building up something in that city in Germany. And so one, one group of churches in uh, Taiwan, they picked Munich. And so you know, we, visited, we visited Munich in the fall of 2015. And there were some, a few students there. And, uh, but the saints, the saints in Taiwan, they also, what, what they started to do was they, they, rented a, they would rent a facility. They would rent an apartment in, in, in Munich, and they would send a group of saints to go there. And they, they could be there on a tourist visa for, you know, up to three months. And so they, would, they would go there, and they would preach the gospel. <laughs> okay. So here's what here's what happened in Munich. And they they sent they sent, and they, they they begin to send their trainees their on their gospel trip. They begin to send trainees on their gospel trips to Germany, and so the uh, a group of trainees went to, went to Munich, and you know th- there was this question: Can can people from Taiwan that don't speak German yeah. and that English is their second language yeah. can they con- can they connect with the students? You know, will will will, will that work? It works. <laughs> so uh, they were, they uh, the the young people. Many of them speak English, and and they were they were happy to have contact with them at least in the initial phase. And so through their through their contact, a number of ones were uh, they were they were having contact with the brothers to such a, to such an extent that the brothers in Dusseldorf realized we we can't just let this go. We have to, you know, when they, when they go back, we, ch- we can't just let that die. Amen. So some of the saints from Dusseldorf began to visit uh, Munich to strengthen and to support what had been done as a result of the, the trainees from Taiwan. And then after, after visiting, they realized we can't, you know, we have, some of us have to move here. So some of, some of the saints from Dusseldorf uh, began to move to Munich. And uh, it, was like, it was like, you know, how, you know, there... Uh, uh, in uh, in the Lord's move, there's both a gradual dispensing, and there's the sudden strikings. So this was at first a sudden striking. You know, you know. How, wow, 2015. There's just a handful of students. Today, there's a church in Munich wow. with around 80 saints. Wow. How did how did that happen? You know, <laughs> wow. It was it was your prayers, Amen. and it was the faithful service of the saints in co- cooperation and coordination. And and you can see. That the Lord wants to move, you know, the, the the Lord is burdened. The Lord wants to do something through through the prayers of the body. The uh, spiritual climate over Germany is 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 been affected. Uh, we we were told 
that in, you know, a decade ago, you know, 10 years or so ago, that going to contact the students on the campus, it was, it was not, so, not so easy. It was more, it was cold. And some, some were, you know, you know, may have not been that encouraged about the situation. But uh, your prayers and the prayers of the body are changing the climate. And so they, they were able to have me. Today, there's, there's a number of young people, young native Germans, uh, students, uh, beautiful, uh, that, are, that are enjoying the Lord with the saints. Amen. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's Munich. Then, uh, so, uh, now, uh, wh- another thing that's been happening is uh, some blending. And in, Sept- in September of 2018, uh, there was going to be a blending meeting in the north of Germany. Brother, uh, Brother Reggie uh, Joseph, uh, he went to Bremen. His job sent him to, no, no, no Hano- Hanover. His job sent him to Hanover uh, two, at least two times. And uh, he sent me a text and says, you know, what's going on in Hanover? You know, you know <laughs> because there wasn't much going on in Hanover. Uh, because there was just like a, a brother... And and his and and and, and then a sister, and it's difficult. They can't they can't meet together with just one brother and one sister. So you know, but uh, so the the saint oh there you are, <laughs> the saints, the saints in the north uh, were having some clustering times. So they would cluster together, and so uh, in September there was going to be one of these clustering times, and uh, two of the two of the coworkers that are in Germany. Uh, they ended up going to this particular time. And uh, I, know, I know personally that I wasn't planning to go to that blending time, but just, just before it happened, there was just this kind of feeling, you should go, you better go. And so we went, and that, that time turned out to be a, a time that where a burden was released. Uh, a burden was released regarding this matter of the strengthening of the Lord's testimony in some of the cities where it, there was a need. And so one of one of these uh, and so uh, one of these cities is Hamburg. Hamburg is a, <coughs> Hamburg is the second largest city in Germany. Uh, it's a, a population of over two million. Uh, no, there used to be a church in Hamburg, uh, but but that the church in Hamburg was lost through the through the rebellion and turmoil. Uh, there have been some saints there. Uh, right now, there are probably fifteen to twenty saints, but but. But when that bur- when that burden was released, the brothers, the coworkers, they, they looked. There were a few. There were a good number of us from Berlin that were there. They and they and they they just uh, they said, you know, Berlin is three hours from uh, Hamburg, and so we're the closest uh, established church to Hamburg. And they 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 just you know they just said, you know, you should be visiting Hamburg, you know. Uh, and some of you know, you know, they said it probably three or four times. You know, Berlin, you know, Hamburg and Berlin. You know. <laughs> so we got we, we got the point. <laughs> yeah. So when 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 we went back, uh, we began to bring in, into our prayer meeting you know, nearly every week uh, one of the cities that we would pray for is for Hamburg, Amen. for the Lord to do something in Hamburg. And and as a result as a result of the prayer, the feeling within us was was strengthened. And so as a result of the prayer, we began to plan to send a group, at least a carload, every, every month uh, to go and join the saints in Hamburg. And, and uh, now uh, that, bur- that burden for Hamburg has been, has been strengthened. So we, we hope that actually the, the, the coworkers, they hope that before the end of 2019, 
that the lampstand could be there in Hamburg. It just, you know, you know what, you know what it needs. So there's 15 to 20 saints, a good number of students. It just needs some, some, a few solid ones, you know, some established ones, uh, <laughs> like like some of you probably. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, 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 I didn't plan to do that, but but I, but it just it just intrinsically comes out. So forgive me. <laughs> Okay, but 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 you know that was that was something that the brothers have shared is that the migrations that are successful, with the migrations that are successful, there's the need not only of a a group of saints to go, but there's there's the need of a proper leadership. The the proper leadership makes a great difference in the new in a new place. Whether whether that new place and that migration will be successful or not, having the proper leadership makes the difference. And so uh, that's all that's needed. We think in, in, it's just a, a few more saints, you know, enjoying the Lord, uh, having a heart for the Lord's interest, and, and the proper leadership, and there'll be a lampstand in, in Hamburg. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, you know, Brother Lee said that, he said that uh, you may, you know, he used the illustration of like an army. He says you may, you may be a private uh, if you're in the United States. He says, but if you, if you go to Europe, Right away, you become you you know you become an officer. <laughs> well, the reason the reason for that is, is that you, the organic function is comes out when there's the need for that function. So there's nobody else. There's nobody else to take care of that function. There's nobody else to take care of that need. So you need to rise up. You need to rise up, and you'll find out that the life within you has capacity. Of course, there's the need. There's the need of the fellowship. And there's the need of training. So that's, that's another thing that, that has happened or is beginning to happen was in, in 2018, we began to have a, a perfecting training in, in the church, in one of the churches in, in Germany. And the, the view of that perfecting training, it was with the, it was with the brothers. <clears throat> the view of that perfecting training is that we, we, didn't, we didn't know about Hamburg. We didn't know about some of these other cities. We didn't know that there would be such a burden, you know, in, the, in such a near, in the near future. But we were thinking down the road, that there will be a need for some brothers who to have this kind of function and service. And so we began to get into the ministry in, certain, in a way to have some mutual perfecting. You know, no, no one is there, you know, you know qualified, you know, but, but we just you know, t- together uh, have had, a, had a situation. And now, and now the, need, the need is there. Now, now the burden is there. And so, you know, we, we're looking to the Lord that, that, that these needs will be met. In addition to Hamburg, there's another city, Leipzig. Uh, Leipzig is, some of you, did any of you go to Leipzig for the, uh, the Itero in 2017? Some, some of you may have gone there. So Leipzig, Leipzig is a city in the east of Germany. And so that, uh, in, in uh, uh, this, this brother that I spoke to you, uh, brother who passed away, uh, he told us he, he, he was so burdened for the east of Germany. He says, I believe the people there are open. You know, they, they, you know, they were, the situation there is, is somewhat different uh, than, than Western Germany because they were under communism. And so the situ, you know, so uh, actually in, uh, uh, so anyway, uh, Leipzig is another city that's in the east of Germany. And now what happened, something similar happened in Leipzig as to what happened in Munich is that there were a group of trainees from Taiwan and they were scheduled to go on a, on a gospel trip to Berlin and to Leipzig. 
So they came to Berlin for a few days, and the brothers in Leipzig had, had fellowship with us, that, you know, asking could the trainees come there for a little bit while. So they were scheduled to, you know, just you know, initially they came to Berlin, and then they went to Leipzig. And then after the first week, they wrote us, they, they contacted us and said, can we stay another week? It's, it's going well. And after the, after, the first, after the second week, they said, can we stay another week? It's going well. After the second week, they wrote us, can we stay another week? It's going well. Eventually, they stayed their whole time there in Leipzig. And something similar as to what happened in Munich happened on a smaller scale in Leipzig. And that was they had a number of ones that were open, wanted to study the Bible with them after just being with them for a few weeks. And so there was a brother who lived in a nearby city called Hala. And uh, he and his wife, they did the same thing. They, they realized we have, to, we have to go and support these new ones. And eventually they moved there. And now, uh, now uh, through, through their moving there, there has been you know, a group of saints who are meeting regularly in Leipzig. And a, a, brother, a brother from Taiwan, is uh, now he and his wife have gotten into graduate school there and will be a, will be a strengthening and support for them. But this, this is another place. Then um, another place that the brothers mentioned uh, is Zurich. And Zurich is in Switzerland. And again, there was a, again, there was a church in, in Zurich, uh, but uh, Z- Zurich got wiped out through, through the, uh, the turmoil. Uh, but me, there are some saints in Zurich, and there are, there's a, uh, there's an, in some of the other places in Switzerland, there, there are some saints meeting. And they, <clears throat> from time to time, they cluster to strengthen. But there's a real desire and burden that the Lord will have a lamp. Zurich is, a very, is an important city uh, in Europe. And so there's a burden that there will be you know, a, a lampstand there. And another city is Vienna. Uh, v- Vienna is another, is a, Vienna is another one of the largest cities in the German-speaking world uh, that, where there's no church currently. Uh, there, are, there are some saints there, but it's, it, it, what you can see is that uh, when, the, when, there's a, when there's a feeling in the body, then the situation changes. You know, you know v, Vienna's been there, but the burden, you know, the burden in the body had not come to that point. But, but now there's a burden that there will be something in Vienna. So, so recently in the, uh, in the times of fellowship, uh, we're starting to try to have more fellowship with with the ones that are exist, that are there in in uh, Vienna, also Munich is uh, is is they're, they're, the brothers there. I think they plan to try to have more fellowship with them, and so hope, hopefully in the near future, uh, the same will happen to both Hamburg uh, and to Vienna. That Amen. the Lord will raise up something there. Amen. Then I'll just mention. I'm, oh, oh, there's K. Uh, I'll mention. So uh, there's Greece. Uh, so, you know, uh, these these, pla- these places are these places are important. Uh, you know, the, uh, the reason they're important is because uh, in the history of the church, uh, when the when the church was established, the church uh, began in Jerusalem, and from Jerusalem the church spread. Uh, the church went to Italy, and the church went to Greece, wow. and then the church went to Western Europe, wow. and then the church spread and uh, and now, uh, in, the same, in the same principle, uh, the church will go back. Uh, just as when the, the Lord, when he, when he ascended, he ascended from the Mount of Olives. When he comes back, he'll return to the Mount of Olives. Amen. And the church, and, the, and uh, Brother Lee has shared that with the church, it will be the same. 
that the church began from Jerusalem and, and spread, and then the church will go back. Amen. And when the, Lord, when the Lord has his testimony uh, sufficiently, uh, that, will, that will pave the way, give him the ground to return. Amen. So Amen. in Greece, the Lord needs the, Lord needs the testimony built up and strengthened. Uh, we, we actually, we went, we went to a blending. Uh, how important the blending is, because through the blending, we get to know a little bit more of the situation of the churches and the places. So we, we went to the uh, International Blending Conference and the ITERO of the EBT. They have what they call a European Brothers Training in, uh, in, the, uh, in London. We went there this spring, and during that time, uh, we, we, met a, we met a couple uh, who were in Greece. And, and it was like uh, when, we, when we met them, it was like they were, uh, they were really suffering uh, because, uh, you know, there had been you know, a certain number of some saints, but like two couples had to move away from the place where they were. So it was now just this brother and his wife and another sister. And so uh, you, could just, you could just tell there was, there was like a cry, you know, do, do we, now what do we do? Do we leave? You know, you know or, or, or will there be, you know, some, some strengthening? So maybe this is something for your prayers. This, is, this city was Thessaloniki, and I, I, I think the brothers are burdened for, for Athens, the, you know, uh, the major city, and, but also the saints are, at least are still there in Thessaloniki. You may, may bring this into your prayer, that the, Lord, the, Lord's, the Lord's testimony in Greece could be properly and sufficiently strong. Amen. Uh, then, uh, so that's uh, Germany. Uh, there, there are... There are churches in, in Scandinavia. Uh, there, uh, there are churches in... Uh, so uh, with the Lord's move to Europe, the former Soviet countries, uh, many of them, there were churches established in many of these places. Now with the, with the, uh, with the changes in the political situation, <clears throat> we now are having uh, the, the country Georgia is able to have more uh, communication and fellowship with us. Actually now maybe this, to switch to the... Uh, the situation among the uh, uh, ones who have come from the Middle East, they, in, in the country of Georgia, uh, they, they've used this country to have some, uh, recently they had, a, not too long ago, they had a conference. And, you know, there, I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh, there are some saints be- meeting in, uh, there's some saints meeting in Iran. And so some of these saints that are meeting in Iran were able to come to Georgia for a conference. This, this is, you know, they, they have to meet in a kind of very, a very uh, a hidden way there because it's, it's uh, forbidden. <clears throat> and and they, it's, uh, they will, if, if they're found out, they will either be uh, imprisoned or beheaded uh, to, to, to meet as Christians there uh, <clears throat> for those that have, you know, were Muslims previously. Uh, maybe just a brief uh, sharing about the situation among the Muslim-speaking population. The uh, when we first when we first in 2015 in the fall 2015 when we began to hear about the the uh, immigration out of the Middle East into Europe uh, when we when we looked into this situation the brothers became aware of that situation uh, the ones that were there were the largest group were coming from Syria uh, which is a Arabic speaking uh, population. Our thought, our thought initially was that those would be the ones that we would be spending the most time with. Uh, and as we contacted them, <clears throat> they, were, uh, they were friendly, they were warm, they were hospitable. Uh, but, the, but it was not so easy 
for them to uh, pursue with us in the in the in the in the uh, Christian life and church life. Uh, so, uh, but while we were you know while we were still endeavoring to contact the the, the Arab speaking ones from Syria and other Arab speaking uh, countries in the Middle East, <clears throat> the uh, the Lord opened up the door with the Farsi speaking ones, and I think you've you've heard how. Uh, how how much of a response there was from the Farsi-speaking ones, and so as far as the ones coming out of the Middle East in the last, you know, from from 2016 uh, through 2017, the middle of 2017, maybe into 2000, yeah, and to the to the near the end of 2017, most of the labor regarding uh, with respect to those ones was with the Farsi-speaking ones, but about a year and a half ago. Uh, some brothers, you know, who had what, what had happened with the with the Arabic speaking population was the Muslims from the Arabic speaking world. <clears throat> there are some brothers who spoke Arabic uh, that were like in, from the United States or from Israel or from other places. They would come for a visit. Maybe they were able to be with us for a few weeks or a month. And while they were there, the care and the contact with the Arabic speaking ones went up, yeah. and the response went up. But when they would leave, you know, the situation would go down. <clears throat> and so this happened with a few, a few different cycles. And eventually, I think some of them realized that for anything to take place, you need to have someone who a consistency with some, somewhere who are there. Uh, <clears throat> so <clears throat> I think also <clears throat> the brothers had, had the realization that if the Lord, if, if the Lord brought, you know, over a million of these ones uh, did such a thing to bring them to Europe, and there would be none. There would be none, or very few, in the churches. That would be a shame. Right. You know that that wouldn't match what the Lord had done. Right. And so the, the, there was this kind of feeling and burden that began to rise up within some some saints. And so they began to coordinate and pray and fellowship to to look to the Lord to have a fresh start, to have a new beginning with the, trying to reach the right. Arab-speaking population. Right. And so through, through, their, through their fellowship and prayer and coordination, it seems like the Lord has honored that. And the Lord opened up some, some different ones in various parts of Germany that were open. And that was the, many of these, most of these were Christians already uh, that had been saved, that had formerly been Muslims. And they, but they, when they had contact with the saints, the, uh, the ministry uh, was attractive to them. You know, the, they, there was, they were hungry for more. And so uh, through, uh, through this fellowship and coordination and prayer, now there's, a, there's uh, several uh, seeking ones throughout Germany that these ones are coordinating to care for. And they, they have been to some of the conferences that we've had. And uh, now uh, the next step is that they, they're looking to have trainings. Uh, to, we have a facility now in Germany, in the center of Germany. Uh, that, that facility... Is, uh, has the potential of being used very, very much uh, for bringing groups of saints to come and have, you know, small trainings. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. And I think they, they, are, they are in the process of having their first training for the Arabic-speaking ones. I think they may, wow. yes, yeah, uh, so, um, yes, yeah, so this, is, this, is, this is something to, to also do to, uh, uh, for, your, for your prayer. Amen. I mean, I think, I think maybe that, 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 that would be all. Is there anything else, Mary Jo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen.
One more point. <laughs> so, uh, about a year and a half, over a year and a half ago, the co-workers in Germany, <clears throat> they had fellowship with the saints in Berlin. And they said, uh, they felt like your first priority should be to get a new meeting hall. <clears throat> and so, uh, we, we began looking. Or it, I think it, it was probably before that that they gave that fellowship. But uh, at least a year and a half ago, we began to look seriously and diligently for a new meeting hall for, for Berlin. And uh, during the course of that time, we, we saw many different facilities and had a lot of experiences. Uh, it, but it, it was something not easy. It was difficult uh, for various reasons. Uh, some places, you know, would, they would not authorize us to have uh, a meeting for, you know, church purposes in that, in that building. Uh, so that, that was one consideration. Uh, and other considerations is noise and your impact to your neighbors is an important matter in Germany. So there was, there was one situation where there were saints. They had a meeting hall, but because of the noise and the complaints of the neighbors, they had to stop using that hall as a meeting hall and find another place. So, that was, so we had that consideration before us, that we needed a place that had some amount of, of uh, isolation from the neighbors so we wouldn't have that, that difficulty. Then the, uh, an- another point is, that the brothers, the feeling was that uh, the, stand, the standard of the meeting hall that we needed for the church in Berlin needed to match the significance of the city, needed to match the importance of the city. So the, the Berlin is the capital of Germany, and Germany is the strongest uh, financial uh, country in all of Europe. So the significance of a, the significance of a meeting hall for Germany actually uh, is, is very, you know, the, the brothers wanted something that would match that significance. Anyway, uh, in, March, in March of uh, 2019, actually we, we, had, we had two properties we were looking at, and uh, as, we were, as we were just driving through looking at properties, uh, one, one brother who uh, he, he's, uh, he's in, he, deals with real estate. So he's got his eyes open, you know, as he's driving around. And he saw this one, he saw this one place. He said, wow, what a meeting hall that would make. <laughs> and uh, uh, so it, it had a for rent sign on it, but it was, it was not for sale. It was for rent. But he, he uh, contacted the owners and asked them if they would be interested to sell. And the, prior to that time, the owner had not thought about selling. But as they considered it, they, they decided they would like to do it. So we, so we, we, uh, uh, we, it was very, very sweet. You know, we know, we know that the churches have been praying regarding this matter with us. You know, so, so you've been laboring and the churches all over the earth have been laboring over this matter. And, uh, so we, uh, we, we had some difficulties regarding, uh, needing to have, uh, in relation to the being able to use it for church purpose, you know, we had to pass that hurdle. Then in relation to uh, being able to do modifications uh, to make it fit our need most suitably, that was another hurdle. Uh, then 
uh, at a certain point, you know, oh, what I was going to say, the, the, the sweetness came uh, on one hand, realizing that the churches all over the earth were praying for this. And then some of the brothers who, are, who have uh, some uh, experience in, in buildings and in, with meeting halls, they, they, they came to Berlin to join us and to look at the three different properties that we had to give us their impression and their feeling. And it was, it was, a, it was an overwhelming, uh, overwhelming feeling that this property was more suitable, most suitable. Uh, and so it was, we really had the feeling that it was not just the church in Berlin locally that was doing this, but it was something really in the body Amen. of the body. And so anyway, just to make it short, uh, a, lot of, a lot of different uh, difficulties. If, at one point I was telling uh, Brother Emmanuel yesterday <clears throat> that the seller, <clears throat> you know, it, it took a, a long process for us to make the decision, can we do this? You know, is it, will this work out? Because there's a certain amount of, a, cons- a lot of considerations. So the seller was gotten exhausted and they were, they were ready to walk out. Wow. And, and uh, then, uh, you know, the seller came back was willing to, to negotiate with us, and they presented a proposal for a purchase contract, and it was unacceptable to us. So it was like, we were ready, you know, are, are, are we going to turn around and start all over again, you know? And anyways, just, uh, just this Wednesday, the purchase contract was signed. <laughs> yeah, two, just a few days ago. So we're, we're the, in fact, the, the saints in Berlin just found out today, you know, uh, you know they're they're not they're uh, seven hours ahead of us. So they just they just found out about seven hours ago. You know, uh, so we're, we're all rejoicing. Uh, so now, uh, so now we'll, we will go continue with the uh, the next uh, part of this this process. Yes, Ray. Okay, I didn't know if I should do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let me see. Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen. I'll just read you the note that was, this is the announcement that was read to the church in Berlin this morning. I'll read it to you. If you give me just a moment. Lord I'll read the English version for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, uh, new meeting hall. We praise the Lord for his faithfulness. Amen. The purchasing contract of the new meeting hall was signed on Wednesday, July the 10th. The purchase price is $5 million and the property transfer tax is 300000 for a total of $5.3 million. The transfer tax and a deposit of 500000 need to be fulfilled within around two weeks after signing the contract. The balance of $4.5 million shall be paid in full by November the 15th for the transfer of title. Uh, we also thank the Lord through much grace. The saints in Berlin have committed a total of $2.36 million by pledges a few months ago. Uh, now the pledges should be given by cash put into the offering box or by deposit 
to the church bank account. Please see the account info on the bulletin board with the designation for purchasing the Berlin Meeting Hall. Above the amount pledged so far, we are still short $2.94 million, but we fully trust in the Lord. Amen. Uh, so Elam Springs will also fellowship this need to all the churches in the recovery that the whole body may be encouraged to participate. Uh, dear saints, please continue to pray for this matter that the Lord may bless the church abundantly. Amen. Amen. Thank you, saints. Yes, yes, ma'am. 2.94. 2.94. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Euros. All those are euros. So it's... What's the conversion? 2.94 in, in dollars is how much? Over 3 million? Yeah. That's over 3 million. Yeah. So let's be dismissed. Thank you, saints. And uh, those are in the training. See you at 4.55.